where visionaries, entrepreneurs, and artists dream, transform, and create. You are listening to the Miracle Moment Podcast, where your breakthrough is a moment away. I'm your host, Ray Ireland. The first wave of feminism in the U.S. began in 1848, and it was primarily focusing on gaining women's voting rights. So we have for sure come such a long way, but I wanted to bring up the conversation around have us women taken it too far. So I had a conversation with a friend um, just a few weeks ago and male friend, and he was sharing with me how he was feeling really turned off by the goddess movement. And this is someone that attends men's groups and is a leader in the personal development, business development, spirituality, creative space. And he was sharing with me how he's been in these men's groups and how it's really been an overall theme of guys just being pretty over this goddess movement and, you know, being frustrated with women kind of pushing them out and um, not holding respect for them, undermining them, um, and really just kind of feeling this air of egoic feminism is kind of the word that's coming to mind right now to describe our conversation. So I want to share a bit of what happened in this conversation and also my personal experience because I've really felt myself swing in multiple areas. So I feel like I really swung in, into the goddess culture in the beginning of my transformation. And it was so helpful. It was so empowering. It gave me all these empowering personal tools to really own my feminine power for the first time, which was such a far reach from anything I had taught been taught before. And it really was one of the biggest gifts. I was like, wow, I actually can love being a woman and love my body for its curves and love myself for the emotional ups and downs that I go through every month. And, you know, all, all the pieces of what being a woman is. I also was able to tune more into my nurturing side and my intuition and you know, my body wisdom. These were incredible, incredible tools. But what I noticed and what I see and what was coming up in this conversation was where can the swing kind of get stuck over there and forget about the beauty, the power, the just aliveness of divine masculinity? And so where is this common ground between the two? So for me, you know, when I stepped into entrepreneurship, um, I had already been an entrepreneur in many ways before diving into um, some of this goddess culture, you know, the, the women's empowerment work. But as I stepped into being a coach and really leading women's empowerment um, programs, workshops, festivals, you know, one-on-one coaching, all of these things, I really learned that I needed to, at some point, bring in more structure and support. I needed to really call upon my inner divine masculine to help hold me and step up in order to have that thriving soul-aligned business that I was really craving. 
And I was craving it from my feminine. My feminine wanted to feel that structure and that support. So that way she could be creative and be intuitive and flow and be connected with those who she's talking to. Um, when I say she, my my inner feminine. And so I really sat down with myself and I had this conversation like, okay, it's time to activate my divine masculine. So the place where we got started was by looking at any of the daddy wounds, of course, and it always goes back to our parents. That's a really powerful way to kind of see what have what's been passed down. What am I holding generationally that maybe actually isn't supporting the new future embodiment of myself and humanity. And so I really got to see where I didn't have, and I wasn't holding that respect for the masculine. And I got to have some powerful conversations. It really started within me first and with the support of, you know, coaches, mentors, and therapists, healers. And then I took it to my dad and we we got to have some conversations around it. And it was beautiful because there were things that needed be needed to be said. There were things that needed to be forgiven. And on the other end of that, I really felt so deeply grateful. And um, the word respect really was just very present in my relationship to the masculine. And so one thing I want to highlight that I had just shared was the forgiveness piece. So I do feel like women have this superpower of forgiveness. I think it comes from bearing children. And, you know, I'm on my pregnancy journey right now. And I already... I love my baby boy that's inside of me so much and my body hurts some days and it feels sick some days and especially the first trimester that was a really tough one for me and it's really like I have complete forgiveness from the whole thing because I just I love him so much and I'm so excited for him to come earthside so I can only imagine what's going to happen once he's born But being able to go through such an intense experience of labor and bearing children and, you know, the intensity of just the initiation of parenthood, whether it's your first or second or third or however many kids you have, each one is such an initiation. But being able to love them unconditionally through that, I think, is just something so divine that men have, but also women, I believe, could be possibly tuned into more just because of the physical um, exertion that we go through around childbearing. So where am I going with this? (laughs) Can we bring in that quality, that superpower of forgiveness and really forgive the apologetic toxic masculine and see masculinity in its power again? And it's a big ask. I I definitely feel that sometimes I don't want to forgive them either. And yet when when the masculine and I'm I'm kind of jumping back and forth between you know men in our lives and also our inner masculine if we hold these grudges against them it, it is going to be really difficult to move forward. So it's this softening of our heart. It's it's that compassion that women are just known to be able to connect with that gets to be called upon. 
It starts within. It starts with welcoming in your masculine strengths into your life, into your business. And then, you know, that is also how you get to attract a healthy and powerful man into your life from there in the in the physical world. So just some thoughts around feminine leadership, what it can look like. And I believe there's a way that we can be playing with our superpowers without having to diminish each other, um, without having to have a fall of feminine leadership or a fall of masculine leadership. What would it look like for us both to rise together equally in harmony? That is the question that I'm pondering today. So let me know your thoughts on this. I would be curious. Send me some messages, uh, comment on this podcast, and let me know what hit, what landed, what feels real, what maybe feels a little triggering. And I will talk to you all soon. Thanks for joining. Thanks for checking out this video. Subscribe and ring the bell if you haven't yet, so you can stay up to date for new episodes coming out soon. And remember, to witness and acknowledge the miracles and magic in every moment. This is Ray Ireland, and I'll see you soon.